0: This is The Playbook. Welcome back to Office Hours. Me and my team are excited because I have the king of humility and talent, Jane Maslow. Thank you so much for joining us on Office
1: Hours. My pleasure, man. It's good to see you. Thanks for it's having so, me.
0: It's so great to see you. You know, the first time I met you, my daughters, they're always the indicator of who truly is popular. And when they're like, oh my God, you're gonna meet James Maslow. I'm like, who the hell is James Maslow? At? You know, and sure enough, I meet him, and it wasn't your success as an actor or a musician that really won me over. It was you truly are a humble leader, and everything that I tried to bring out of him, ego-wise, the success in the movies, the success in the concerts, the sold-out everything, I couldn't shake or test or you know this humility that was just real and. I love, this guy to me is one of my faves. I had to have him on the show. I'm going to have continue to invite him anywhere I can. In fact, now that I know that uh, the sports that he likes, I'm going to just keep offering him to come out with me and buy him tickets. Um,
1: You guys heard it here. (laughs) Yes and yes. Don't have to ask me twice. But
0: how long did it take you to develop the confidence to have that radical humility where you don't have to pretend that you... Are, is success you don't have to pretend or, or prove yourself when you walk in you know even if there's older successful people you're not trying to prove yourself to anyone you're just like hey man I'm me and I'm doing my best is the feeling I always get from you and you're here to help like super generous to everybody
1: I just feel like it'd be so embarrassing like to walk in a room And somebody says, hey, nice to meet you. And you go, you don't know who I am? (laughs) I just think of these scenarios. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be put in that position where I would be embarrassed. Um, And truly, I plan on doing this, entertaining, singing, acting, getting to, you know, I live a fantastic life and have the coolest jobs in the world. I want to do it for the rest of my life. And I just could never see a situation where being egotistical, being a prick was advantageous to that, honestly. I feel like that's... If anything, that's like maybe an old school train of thought or like back in the day before social media, before people like thought being nice is a good thing, that being the diva can get you further. I don't know. I didn't grow up in that era. So being nice uh, to me is just easier. And again, I feel like it's going to get you know, longevity, more of the same.
2: Wow. So listen, thank you for sharing that. That's unbelievable. I was, when I was reviewing some of this and, and, you know, from a young age, your parents had you singing, right? And... You know, that transit, that must have been difficult, you know, just to start out with. I don't know if your parents come from that space or not, but.
1: No, they don't. Um,
2: And and like, why did they say, hey, you know, James should start singing? Like, what was going on that they thought
1: that? I think they were just annoyed that I was doing around the house so much. Um, (laughs) So they're like, let's get him an outlet away from the house for at least an hour, maybe two, they have a three hour program, half day program. Um, No, look, I, I grew up with my dad, but this was actually something that I'll always give my mom credit for. Um, she just randomly was like, "Hey, I'm gonna sign you up for the San Diego Children's Choir," wow. and I absolutely hated it for the first like two weeks. Sincerely, I remember being like, "This is stupid." Um, <laughs> like, I just remember being like, "This isn't cool, mind you." I'm like six years old, you know, and I'm already skateboarding and surfing, just like you know, playing sports and like any six-year-old dude for the most part it's like that was more exciting or video games. So I show up and it's like learning to read sheet music, and I just thought it sucked. But something clicked a couple of weeks into it where I realized like, wait a second, I actually kind of am getting better at this weird little hobby I've had for a long time. And I'd look around and started appreciating like, oh my God, this person over here can sing, can hit notes, this baritone, this young girl's like, God, the most pretty th- voice I've ever heard in my life. And I started realizing like, this is actually really exciting.
2: So it was a natural thing once you jumped in. It sounds like it was like a fish to water for you. You just, it
1: was- Absolutely. And,
2: and you just mentioned something else, which I wasn't aware of that you were raised by your dad.
1: Yeah, since uh, I was pretty young, been my dad, my bro, and I.
2: And how, how's that? Like, how was that growing up? Like, you know, when I think of, like, you know, a very good friend of mine was raised by his dad and uh, two brothers. And uh, he was actually a, a boxing trainer. He was, you know, uh, the Bayonne Bleeders' sparring partner. His kids, he raised his kids. These, these are legends of Bayonne where I grew up, Bayonne, New Jersey. But really, when it came to being men, the lessons that their dad taught them were incredible. And I'm just wondering if that was kind of the case with you because you know you led with that and, and that seems to be an important part of the story.
1: I mean, my dad's amazing. You know, I, of course, I think in an ideal world, I see the balance and the advantage of having a mom and a dad because that's incredible, but you can obviously do it without, yeah. you know, nothing's ever going to be ideal. And uh, my dad, you know, did a stunning job of raising us. I mean, I guess one of the Biggest differences, perhaps, my household and another household is our dining room may have had a dining table. We had a pool table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we uh, boards Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we grew up shooting guns and doing martial arts and like bonding over just a lot of amazing things and that, that, a lot of things that gave me real discipline growing up. Wow. But uh, it was also a conscientious choice that I made as a young man that I did not and would not let that situation define who I was going to be. And I don't think that's easy, but uh, it's absolutely something that you can do. So if you're in a single household or if you're your young kid watching this and a single parent, like, that's great. Love your parent. They're going to love you twice, if not three times as much, because that's their job. And you can still become whoever you want to become.
2: Thank you for being open sharing that. Thank you for being here. You're no, thanks for having a, me. You're obviously a super talented guy. You, you do all kinds of things. I mean, I just, I know nothing about being an entertainer.
1: But But if the sheet says it, it, then it's true. I like that sheet. As long as my guy's (laughs) in
0: it. Legend. Legend. (laughs) Legend. To be a
2: great actor, I mean, everybody wants to be an actor. Everybody wants to be a musician, right? You obviously have talents. But we all know, as business guys, talent isn't everything. What do you think has made you successful outside of the natural talents that you have as a human being to do the things that you do as a high level? What do you think the things are that have put you over the top that have actually got you to where you are. Because again, we all have talents on everything,
1: right? And I'm sure there's so many aspects that go into that and things I'm unaware of, things that have to do with luck and timing. I think all of that plays a part, but the only discernible thing I've been able to figure out is you do need enough talent, right? The bar has to be met. You gotta be good enough for the role. You've gotta be capable of doing the job. But beyond that, recognize, and it's a great way to stay humble, there's always somebody more talented. There's always somebody that's naturally maybe even more fit for the role. Maybe they have the right look. I mean, things you can't control, your height. But there's very few people that want the job more than I do. And there's very few people, especially in my industry. It's actually one of the weird things that makes my job a little easier that are willing to put in the work. And, again, so many more talented people than me. And every single day, I just think about the amount of people that have the best voice in the world, but you've never heard them. That are just like the next Marlon Brando, but they're not in a position where they're having opportunities, or even have the you know urge the, um, the excitement to want to be an actor. But you know, even amongst the you know the crew, the crew is that how you say it? The group of people that are actors and singers and entertainers, I sincerely have no you know no qualms, and I don't think there's an egotistical thing to say. I will outwork them when I meet somebody that challenges me. That just makes me better, and it's mm. that excites me. I love
0: that. Let's drop the I love box. how many successful people. Will claim you can't outwork. Yeah. yeah, it oh, was yeah. all, it's all always yeah, right. At, right? Yeah. Yep. And I love yep. that because yeah. it definitely was. You need to have like, that yeah, mindset that, for it to no. potentially be right. true. Give it <laughs> a try. it on. Yeah. Right. Follow. Follow me for a day. That's what I tell people. If you if you think you know what it takes to be successful, whatever right. you do, just follow me for a day. And if you can hang with me, yeah. and the young kids do, and then they're like, oh, be my own kids who now work with me, they're like, oh, I didn't realize yeah. what it's like to wake up that early and be on for that many hours. Oh yeah. And, it again
3: work, next uh, and do it again next day. Hard work, outbeats, uh, smart, and talent every single
0: day of the week. But you need a certain level. I think James makes a great point. There's certain genetic and energetic inheritances that you need in order to facilitate your potential. Because some people may reach their potential, but it's not good enough to be the best or a professional even. But that's okay. Yeah. Because I respect the people that are pursuing the potential, even if it's not at the same level as a Taco or a James or an Ellie.
3: I feel like Taco's watching us. He is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff, James. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. Um, you know, love reading everything that you've got going on and, and uh, all the work that you're doing. You know, I guess we talked a lot about with a lot of different um, successful people. They've all overcome challenges. So, kind of have like a two question. What, you know, when did you know that you're know, like, hey, I want to go at this full time? You know, acting, you know, music, and you know. What's been, the you know, it's not easy, the industry that you're in, so what is, uh, what's been the biggest obstacle or challenges that you've had to overcome to be where you're sitting today? Well, you kind of acknowledge it
1: just by talking about the acting and the music side. Neither of those industries are easy to be in and then being in both of them, Mm -hmm. you know, plus all the other things that go into it, you know, social media these days. And it's, I think that's been one of the, and continues to be one of the most difficult things about what I do is that I do a lot of things. So to be good, to be great at one thing is tough. To be great at multiple things is almost impossible, and some people think it is. There are people who have crossed over who are fantastic actors, fantastic musicians, you know, the Jared Leto's of the world. And I absolutely plan on continuing that. So one of my current challenges is getting my acting career. You know, my third movie is coming out this year, but it's still gonna be on a streaming platform. It's not a huge box office movie yet. Very proud of it, leading it, it's very exciting. But to get that to the level of my music is one of my next goals. You know, my next two years, my whole team on that side, they're fantastic. We're committed. We're developing projects. We're auditioning. For, I'm auditioning for projects with the support of the team. And that's a huge goal and a huge challenge to keep balance within these two crazy different careers. But I'm very lucky to say that they're both doing pretty well and one is doing very well. So I'm in a fantastic place. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's truly one of the toughest things to do. But back to the... Work ethic chat we keep going back to. I have no problem doing two jobs, two jobs, four jobs. It's what I'm used to, and it truly it invigorates me, because I get bored easily.
3: Yeah. we well, are making progress, so keep uh, keep grinding.
1: Thanks, man. Appreciate it. it.
0: James, you're a rare combination of sincerity, humility, kindness, and superior talent. Thank and you, bud. I've been blessed to meet you. I see what my girls saw in you. i got a man crush now, so... I apologize if we need to take right. a picture take it. afterwards. It's mutual. I'll be screaming in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you give me a big time rush for being here. James Maslow. Wow, he threw
1: that one in the end just suddenly. You like that? You know? Yeah. But yeah. fair
0: enough. The humility keeps coming through. And uh, you are always welcome on any show I do anywhere. And I'll look forward to sitting either at a Padre Charger or a UFC event with you and really get to know you uh, in anything we can do to be of service or value. Uh, to you we certainly are here what an honor it's been to have such a leader james maslow i promise you his future is bright he's a superstar and we have many of them here on office Hour.